Hey, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast. We're the fantasy football show that gives you a peek inside the life and times of our dynasty league. I'm your host, Mike, and with me as always is Andrew. And this week, we're recapping week three. Andrew, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic because as of now, I am on vacation for a few days. For a few days. You get you get a little little break. Now, I guess it's probably a, a good thing to point out. We're recording this on Tuesday, September 27th because Andrew is going on vacation. He's going to be gone. He'll be back next week yes. when we recap week four. So did you want to tell the world what you're doing or you just want to be completely incognito when you go out into the world um, and you don't want to face your screaming fans? Uh, oh, like for what I'm doing, like for the vacation? Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're just driving down to uh, to Spokane for, for the weekend. Um, we were supposed to do that back in May. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, and it, the, the folks in the podcast heard it back then. The nice, the, the very nice, generous Canadian government took 18 years to get my daughter's passport to us. So we had to cancel our vacation that we were going to do in May on the last day of because <laughs> we didn't get the passport. Um, but we finally got it. So now we're going to drive down to the States and spend a weekend down in Spokane. And if I get an opportunity, I might go see the. Uh, the college game, um, the Washington state plays Cal bears this weekend. So I oh, might, man. I might go see it. Uh, depends on what we're doing. Um, oh, man, I don't want to cool. take away time from the family, but if I get an opportunity, I might take advantage of it. Wouldn't it be nice if your family just loved doing that with you? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. I, you know what? If I honestly, if I, if I asked them to go, they probably would, but mm-hmm. that's, football's not really Ashley's thing. If it was hockey, for sure. Like she took me to Chicago to go see a Blackhawks game for my birthday that one year. Um, right. You no, know, if it was hockey, it'd be a totally different story. They'd be all over it. Everyone has their passions and what they love. Yep. Oh, for sure. All right. Well, this week, folks, we have uh, a new segment on the show called Shoutouts. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to shout out to some friends of the podcast and people that we've met along the way in this epic journey, not just fellow league mates, but people from outside. So the the first one I'm going to shout out to the RPG Fancy Football Podcast crew. That's Corey, Evan, and Eric. Uh, those guys, we, we play in a couple leagues together. We share some time, and we've been swapping notes over this podcast, and you've probably heard them on the show. They're now also, uh, truth be told, they're co-managers in our home league. So in Poor Man, they now host a uh, share teams with us so they can be involved in our daily conversations, provide some insights, a lot of fun. So I just want to give you guys a big shout out for listening to the show, sharing your thoughts and ideas and being guests. Love it. And I also want to introduce uh, and give a shout out to some new friends at the That Dynasty Pod uh, with Matt and Isaiah. These guys, uh, I'm in a sheet, I'm in a pod, not a podcast, I'm in a league with Matt and I shared this lovely podcast in that group. And uh, he gave me a shout out and said, hey, he has one too. So I gave it a listen. It's actually pretty good. They have a nice, wonderful video format. So if you want to check them out on uh, on YouTube, they are at That Dynasty Pod. Uh, but thanks, you guys, for listening and giving us a review. Greatly appreciate it. And last but not least, I want to give a shout out to what I am now dubbing, created here today, hashtag trademark registered. You can't use it anywhere else but here. It's called the State of Man Family of Fantasy Leagues. What that is is poor man, this league. Simple Man, and Crazy Man, which we talk about quite a bit from time to yes. time. And all of those are commissioned by our commissioner extraordinaire, Donnie. Donnie has created all three leagues, and they all end with man for some reason. This is just what he does. That's his thing. So I'm dubbing them the State of Man Family of Fantasy Leagues. And you know what? Uh, big shout out to you guys for listening and supporting the show, uh, for facilitating our trades and getting beat by us and beating us in turn. It's been a lot of fun playing football with you guys. So a big shout out to all of you guys out there. Yes. Yes. Uh, and Hey, like you were, you were saying uh, a little bit earlier before we came on on board, Mike, like if somebody out there wants to give a shout out to, to somebody, let us know. And, uh, and we'll post that here for you in our, in our podcast. So, you know, if you made a really good trade with somebody or you, uh, yeah, 
yeah, it, it, ribbing them jokingly. Yeah, you destroyed them, you know, like what Donnie got destroyed week one, you know, like by a hundred and something points. Um, and you want to give a shout out to the winner. Um, you know, drop us a note in the in the the league chat or else on our Facebook page or uh, our Twitter page. Um, we'll we'll incorporate it into the podcast for everybody. Yeah, if you want to get a shout out, just hit us up. You can find us at Poor Man Football on one word. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Let us know if you want to call gonna, a league mate. It's going to be fun. It's going to get as popular as you got mossed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like that segment. That is that is a good yes. segment. That, that is. is All right. Well, we do have some football news. Uh, so I'm going to flip it over here to the news desk. And on the news desk, what we have is a calendar. That calendar is a sports calendar that gives me news facts on each and every day. And I've got three bits of football news that I want to share wow. with you. They've had a plethora of news over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, well, it was it was like baseball all summer long, a little bit of like yeah. Olympic stuff. Now that it's football season, I'm getting way more football news, which is nice. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Uh, on September 24th, 1972, Despite completing only 15 passes in 28 attempts, Joe Namath throws for 434 yards and six touchdowns, leading the Jets past Johnny Unitas and the Colts for a 44-34 win at Memorial Stadium in Baltimore. The first three Namath TD tosses go 65 yards to Ed Bell, 67 yards to John Riggins, and 28 yards to Don Maynard. Tight end Rich Caster hauls in scores of 10, 79, and 80 yards. Wow. Wow. That's a, I would that's love a, to have that guy in fantasy that day. Oh, that day. Yeah, that would be a great day. All right. Tidbit number two comes from uh, September 23rd, 1962. The Cowboys lose a frustrating 30 to 28 decision to the Steelers at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. The Cowboys trail 21 to 14 in the third quarter with the ball. On their their own one, oh, that's weird how they wrote that, one yarder line. When Eddie LeBaron fires an, an apparent 99-yard touchdown pass to wide receiver Frank Clark, but Dallas tackle Andy Verco, Severco is called for holding in the end zone, oh, which results in a safety. Instead of a tie at 21-21, Pittsburgh leads 23-14. Good oh, enough for the Steelers ouch. to get on to the victory. Oh, that's a burn. Gosh. That would be yeah, one of your offensive linemen held while you're in the end zone. That's <laughs> And that's still a rule today. If you're passing the ball and one of your offensive linemen hold, it, it's, it's a safety. That's terrible. So, uh, but okay. what makes it worse is that they scored a 99-yard touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, and had a oh, uh, yeah. That sucks. All right. Well, then, last but not least, on September 27th, that's today, in 1953, the Baltimore Colts defensive back and kicker Bert Rechichar starts during our stars during a 13-9 victory over the Bears at Memorial Stadium in Baltimore, and the second quarter. Rechichar runs back an interception for a touchdown to tie the score 7-7. He breaks the deadlock with a 56-yard field goal near the end of the first half. Coach Keith Molesworth bypasses regular kicker Buck McPhail for Rechichar, who developed a reputation for kicking long distances while in college at Tennessee. Now in his second NFL season, it's Rechichar's first field goal attempt as a pro. The 56-yarder sets an NFL record that will stand until 1970, which was then broken back last year when, you know, Justin Tucker kicked a 66-yard field goal to beat my my Lions. <laughs> and that's and that's all your news from the desktop news desk. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, um, there was there was one other little tidbit of news this this last weekend. Okay. Okay, what do you got? Um I don't know if you heard about this guy. He tried out for Penn State. Um, didn't make the team, oh, unfortunately. Gee. Yes, I did. Mr. Chad Powers. <laughs> Mr. Chad Powers. Oh man, that was funny footage. He didn't have he didn't have eligibility left, so unfortunately, he did he didn't make the team. And yeah. his his forty was just a little bit uh, too slow. Mm -hmm. um, hey, but the quarterback coach did want to sign him. He did yeah. 
<laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, Eli Manning for his uh, Across the Country with Eli Manning. What is that show called that he does? I think that's what it's called, Across the Country. Yeah. He uh, he stopped in Penn State, tried out as a walk-on as Chad Powers, and everybody's like, oh, who is this dude? This, this guy's not a – he's not 20-something. He's 30 years old. Look how old he is. But he was in makeup and a wig and stuff. and Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, what did the one guy say? It looks like he's stuck in the 70s with oh, that yeah. hair, dude. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was good, Ben. It was good, Ben. Yeah. yeah. Um, for anybody that watched the the Peyton Eli broadcast last night for um, for the NFL game, Peyton Manny started off the show with a Chad Powers T-shirt on. <laughs> oh, that's good. It, you know what? Yeah. I I never had a brother, but boy, it looks like it'd be fun being able to poke fun and rib and uh, and get oh, under yeah. their skin doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't have a lot of like real football news because, to be honest with you, oh. we suck at football apparently. Because what happened this past week? Do we not? There's too many upsets. Too many teams that should have lost but have won, and. Yeah. I just like, are we just not good at projecting what a good football team is? I, I guess mediocrity, I guess is, is okay this year. Oh, it, it uh... is... I, I was blown away. I posted a, uh, a meme graphic in our group chat of the Jaguars, the Colts, and the Titans all beating their, uh, their respected rival. And it's like, um, that should not have happened. That that's no. not how it was it was supposed to go on paper. Now anything can happen on any given Sunday, but wow. Does that mean the Jags are one of the best teams in the league based <laughs> upon who they beat? Uh I wouldn't go so far as to say that, but you know what it's I guess we'll see at the end of the year. You know, it's crazy that, uh, yeah, it's a confidence builder for them, obviously. Oh yeah. Um, you know, it uh, it's just a it's a weird scenario that these some of these teams are losing, right? Like we we were writing off the Steelers. Okay, can I can I can I just interject here real quick? The teams that we projected to be great are not doing great things, but the teams we projected to suck are doing better than expected. And I'll give yeah. you an example of the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos through the first three weeks have looked like trash, but they're two and one. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. Well, you even look at, uh, at, at the Jaguars. I think, aren't they two and one? They are. They are two and one. Right, I think I think at one point in the uh, in the preseason, didn't somebody even say that they were only going to win like four games all year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I might have been on the on that list. So, I um, I suspected know. that they would turn some things around and they would be better than they were last year. I was not expecting them to come out and, and play upset the way they have been, and not only that, yeah. they look good. They're playing exactly. well. Exactly. So they're just, hey, I'm playing upset. I had a really good game. It's like, no, no, no. We got to figure it out. We're going to play football. Oh, exactly. You know, it, or or even like the Giants. They've played solid, solid ball. Ish. Um, until well, last. Were, well, yeah, till last night. But they, they hung in there, right, with them. Yes. But still, that the. Giants could have been three and oh, a team that I was projected yes. to be bottom of their division could have been three and oh after last night. Mind yes. blowing, exactly. Exactly. It, it just you know, who would expect you know, I didn't expect the Vikings to be ahead of the Packers this, at this point in the year. I mean, it's still early. I, I did, I honestly, I did. I do, I did put my money down on the Vikings to, to take this division. I was not expecting my wonderful friends, the Detroit Lions, to hang tough with them um, until the dying minutes where they could have won that game. That just seems to be your MO, and I hope that's not the case. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. But, wow, I think this team 
has the ability of of going and doing way better than they have and i'm really yeah. excited for it so if that's the case then fantastic you know another one that's that's starting to scare the heck out of me um cleveland they're playing solid ball with their backup quarterback and right now they're just they're running it and jacoby Brissett is just throwing what he has to 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 keep him relevant but yeah they know hey our bread and butter is running the ball right now until until watson comes back so let's just run the ball and see what we can get um and they're doing well they're doing real well okay who is the worst team in football without looking based upon standings Like without looking, who is the word? I I'm gonna say, um, the Jets are probably zero and three. Negative. Uh, the Texans zero and three. Te- negative. Oh wow. The Texans are zero two and one. They had a tie, which puts them in second last place. The last place team right now are the Las Vegas Raiders at zero and three. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. see, we knew that division was going to be a tough division. And did we think did we think it was going to be Vegas? No, we figured it was going to be uh Denver, but wow. We did. Yeah. It still could be Denver. It it's still early. We're only 3 weeks into the season. Mm-hmm. But this is mind-blowing how things are shaking up. Like the uh the Bengals are 1 and 2. Steelers 1 and 2. Wow, that surprises me. The Jaguars are leading the AFC South with two wins and one loss. Yeah. Okay, that surprises me. Uh, Chiefs and Broncos are battling for first. That surprised me because I think the Broncos are are, are far far worse than than what yes. they're uh, they're putting up. Um, the Dolphins are three zero with a surprise upset over the Bills, but I think it came down to the Heat. I think that Miami Heat is what what really did the Bills in. Did you see uh, Tua? Having to console uh, Josh Allen after the game. Did you see that? That no, video? I didn't. Oh, it was it's hilarious. So you can see these guys are just like drenched in sweat, dog tired, and just like I'm done. So Josh Allen goes into like say like Hey man, good game, and ends up like almost like laying his head down and falling asleep on Tua's shoulder, and Tua just starts patting his back like It's okay, man. It's okay. And you could see Josh is like I'm done. It was it's a good little pick. Wow. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Miami, like all along that, that Miami co- uh, coastline, mm-hmm. right? If, if you think about like with the hurricane coming through there, all that humidity, mm-hmm. and you get that heat, that would zap your strength. Oh, like I'm, crazy. I'm pretty much non functional when we get into like plus 30 weather, and they're experiencing, and that's like plus 30 here is dry. Yeah. Well, you're getting like crazy amount of humidity and you're in like the high 30s. What is that? Like high 90s, low 100s. I don't know what it is. Uh, Fahrenheit. But that's that's hot. That, that's tough to function. That is. That is. Wow. Okay. Um, so then just to, just to quickly recap, the the NFC is where all the powerhouses exist because we got the Eagles at 3-0, Cowboys 2-1, the Giants 2-1. Then we've got ooh, the, the powerful NFC North. With the Vikings two and one, Packers two and one, Bears two and one, somehow, and uh, the Lions at one and two. This is ridiculous. Yeah, just I don't know. It, it's fun. It's fun football because there's some things you just you just can't predict. You don't know where things are going to go. And I wonder football. how Juan's uh, bet went. Oh yeah, we never heard a response on how he uh, how his Vegas bet. Yeah. We, oh, he bet on the Raiders. But that was two. Oh, they're zero and three. So yeah, they. Yeah, uh, sorry, one. I don't know exactly how how that those things work, and I'm not truly a financially betting kind of guy. I'm more yeah. of like the the, the fun uh, shits and giggles kind of bets. All right. Well, that said, let's move into league talk because Reaper pumped out its report, which gives us some juicy, juicy details we want to share with you guys on what happened in the league. So first off, we've we've got uh, we got to announce who the best manager of the week was. Now this doesn't mean that you you did really well. It just means that you 
it just means that you played uh, your best roster. You did not have yeah. players on your bench that outperformed your starters. So the best manager of this week goes to Donnie. Donnie, you were 97% accurate at your roster. You scored 95.78 points out of a possible 98.28. Ouch. Your team, um, you did not win your week. No. You, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Dottie. Oh, man, your um, your your roster is is hurting, bud. Yep. The worst manager goes to our friend Gabriel. Gabriel, buddy, I picked you to win. You uh, you you facilitated 55% accuracy, so you scored 70.96 points this week. Out of a possible 129.48. That, that, that would have got you the win. But nope. No, you left them good old points on the bench. I hate it when that happens because it happens to me far more than I'd like to admit. We forgot to give Donnie his a round of applause. Oh, that's right. Let's let's circle back to that. I'm going to have to look to see where did I bury the round of applause. Oh, here we go. Congratulations, Donnie. Yep. You were the best manager of the week. Uh, now let's uh, let's do the let's do the opposite side for the yep. worst manager of the week. Now the narrowest victory goes to you, Andrew and Bryce. You guys actually hung yeah. in there. Uh, you edged out a victory over Bryce by four point two eight. So close. Close. Thank you, Mr. Elliot, for doing your job and scooping the victory for me. <laughs> uh, had he not fallen into the end zone, you you might have been singing a different yes. song. Oh, I would have definitely been. Definitely been. I uh, I was sweating bullets watching that game the whole night. Once he All fell right. into the end zone, I turned it off because I didn't care who won between the two teams. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that was it. Uh, our next now this is an actual like really good award. This goes out to the highest scorer of the week, which happens to be Slick, uh, buddy. You scored one hundred and forty-four points and one hundred forty-four point six two. Let's let's not nice. mix words here. It's, uh, really good. You actually ended up beating your really good friend Josh in a head-to-head matchup where he only scored eighty-eight points. Yes, I would love to see the conversation between you two. Like you nearly doubled him. How do, how are you guys doing? You guys still friends? Are you guys are you guys, you guys have a side bet? <laughs> <laughs> wow. The, you you crushed this week, man. So congratulations yeah. on being a high scorer. Now the lowest score of the week goes to someone we've already mentioned. Yeah. Happens to be a, an individual who we picked to win and just let us down. So this this week's lowest score and poor man of the week goes to Gabriel with 70.96. If it, for you, my friend, you're getting flushed. Sploosh. So you'll have to yeah. pick up your thoughts for next week's matchup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, in other news regarding to the league, we didn't really have, we didn't have any trades that went down. We didn't have any any waiver pickups as of yet. Unfortunately, because we're recording this earlier, we're not going to be able to capture those those waiver pickups. So we'll add those into next week's show. But is there really anybody out there on the waiver wire that's kind of interesting to pick up? That's... Maybe Brian Hoyer if you're desperate for a quarterback stash. Not really, because... Yeah, there's. I'm looking at here. Oh, Justice Hill. If you're really desperate for a running back play. Yeah, it's, but, it's it's pretty thin, uh, thin pickings right now. Mm-hmm. Especially with we a lot did. of the injuries that have happened, guys have went out and picked up extra waiver picks, so makes it just that much tougher to to grab people, right? Right. We do have deep benches in this league, so there's not a lot of waiver activity. Yeah. It really comes down to when somebody like rage drops somebody because like, oh, I'm so frustrated with you, I just cut you and and move on. Uh, Kind of like me putting Robbie Anderson up on the trade block in every league. Yep. Yep. That is one way. Oh, speaking of doing that, I, uh, 
I facilitated a trade with Donnie. I traded away the sun god, Amon Ra St. Brown. And I tried to take a... I realize he's a lion. I'm a Lions fan. But I got burned by Kenny Galladay. I owned him everywhere, and then he flamed out. So I didn't want to fall into that same pitfall when it comes to Amon. So I knew that I owned him in a lot of places. And Donnie said, hey, you know, are you open to trading? I'm like, yeah, sure. You know what? I'm, I'm, I am open to trading him. So he threw a crazy offer at me, as you probably saw in, was it Simple Ban or No Fun? Where was that? I was going to say, it wasn't in this league because I didn't remember no, it. No, uh, I don't own him in this league. Unfortunately, Marvin does because Marvin is so amazing at drafting and building a super roster that it's hard to compete against. But let's see, where did... I don't know. Juan was able to compete against it. Oh, hey, don't tip. Don't. <laughs> Let's just see what happens. I'm just going to go back while, while I got everybody on the hold here. So I'm going to go back and have a look and see where that, where did that trade take place? Was it simple? It must have, I thought it was no fun. Which is like a, a cousin to the state of man. Uh, here we go, Robert. Yeah, there it is. So it was no fun. So as a result, I'll, I'll give you guys the breakdown of this trade. He he presents to me, hey, uh, I'll give you uh, DK Metcalf, Daryl Williams, and James Conner for Amon St. Brown and Chuba Hubbard. And I was like, oh, man, that's actually like, I like that. That's I'm going to have to consider that. that. That's like pretty even trade in my mind. Yeah. And then he goes, you know what? Stop thinking about it. I just added Cordell Patterson. And I was like, okay, accepted. So I got Cordell Patterson, James Conner, Daryl Williams, and DK Metcalf for Amon St. Brown and Chuba Hubbard. Woo woo! I'm super excited because I, I like what Cordell Patterson brings to the table whatever time he's got left. Uh, I do like what um, James Conner is in in Arizona and DK Metcalf. Okay, good. I'm happy with this. I, I got stuff to work with. Awesome. Uh, I gave up somebody who I absolutely love, but that works. And my roster was overweighted. I'm like, I got to get rid of some some dead weight. So you know what I did? You you were you tried to participate, you sneaky devil, by picking players that weren't involved. So <laughs> I picked I picked four essentially roster clogs at this point. Uh Robert Woods, Marvin Jones, Tyler Boyd, and Kenny Galladay. And I said, fire sale. Whoever gives me the crappiest offer is gonna get these guys. So See, just, and I, I I missed your original. All I saw was fire sale. So mm-hmm. I went into your roster and looked for somebody I wanted. <laughs> it was DK Metcalf for a fifth round pick. It yeah. was the crappy offer, but he wasn't involved. <laughs> so the offers came in, and uh, our friend It's Peeps he uh, he hit me up for uh, Tyler Boyd, probably the better of the bunch, and he uh, he offered up a fourth. So I wanted to wait and see who else sent me some offers and stuff. And I really, I just needed to unload. So these guys were on my cut list. So I, I ended up trading Tyler Boyd for a fourth and then Robert Woods for a fourth to our friend Gabriel. And you know what? Happy with it. I unloaded some stuff, got some assets. And then what happens? Both of those guys ended up catching passes and becoming fantasy relevant over the weekend. Yeah. But the thing is, so you're they were clogging up your bench. Not that they're bad, but it was just like, gee, who are you going to do? Cordell Patterson or, or, or Woods? Uh, yeah, I think we'll yeah. stick with Cordell Patterson. So I, yeah, most of the guys I wanted to get rid of, I got rid of what I needed to. My roster is now balanced. I just thought that was kind of a fun experiment. Fire sale. Let's just unload a bunch of guys and see what you can get. See if somebody was willing to pay. And they did. And I'm happy. Fourth round picks are pretty much a dart throw garbage. Who You don't really, get anything but you never know you, you may end know. up with you might end up with a guy that's that's uh uh not necessarily a diamond in the rough but you know a consistent guy that can Could get be. you a, a 10 point or even a guy that fills your uh bye week and keeps you from losing right mm-hmm. so they still have some value there's something there so I appreciate you guys participating and playing in that game with me. That was a lot of fun. Speaking of fun, let's talk about how we did in our week two, or sorry, week three preview breakdown. Now, 
Each week, we predict how each of our league mates are going to perform. Last week, Gabriel jumped in on the show. He'll get in on this one too, but he'll be a late addition because we're doing this recording so early. So what we did in each matchup, it was me versus Donnie. Everybody chose me, and I hit. So congratulations, me. Matchup number two was Chervin versus Gabriel. Now, I picked Gabriel. Gabriel picked Gabriel. But Andrew, you picked Chervin. Yes. And Chervin came through. So you're already up by one. Matchup number three is Andrew versus Bryce. Now, I bet against you, Andrew. That's not a Gabriel for some reason. Gabriel. Well, when you look at when you when you look at uh, it was Bryce's Bryce's roster, it was it was a powerful roster. Like it, I I thought that matchup was going to be the you know, matchup of the week, and it, it was. ended up being yeah. It ended up being, but you edged him out. So I got it wrong. You got it right. Then and trust me, picked- I was I was sweating bullets, Bryce. Up until the end of the third quarter of that game last night, it uh, uh, I was really worried about it uh, all weekend long. But it, it seemed like, you know, the the color bar would change, and then it would go back, and then it would change, and then it would go. We were back and forth quite a bit for the whole weekend. Going to win, yeah, yeah. So it a great matchup. Um, I like those ones, but I like mm-hmm. being on the winning side of those ones a whole lot more. Totally get it. Totally agree. Speaking of being on the winning side, we picked Josh. All three of us, we picked Josh to beat Slick. And what happened? Josh scores 88 points, and Slick dominates with 144. Yeah. But do, do you think we, we might have angered him a little bit with our selection? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> he, he decides, like, no, 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 no. This is what's happening. And then... And now he's 3-0 and at and, 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 and top of the league. On top of the league, but... Why is he three and zero? You say because there's this giant juggernaut in our in our league named Marvin, and Marvin yeah. typically dominates. Except, not this week. We picked him to win, and what happens? He gets upset by Juan because Juan's team goes gangbusters. Yeah, congrats, Juan. That's a good feeling. Uh, without going back, mm-hmm. um, or actually, if you can go back. How many wins did Juan have all of last year? Because he was at the bottom of the league. He was, yeah. Um, he may have more wins this year than he has la- than he did last year. Uh, what is he at now? He is he's two at, and one. He's two and one, sitting at number two in the league right now. Yes. Yeah. And I'm gonna point. I'm gonna point this out because in a couple other leagues that I'm in. The guys that are sitting at the top of the food chain aren't guys that have like super powerful no. teams. They just won against the weakest cream puffy of t- uh, teams. So when you look at their points for, it's like, hey, um, I got a lot of points for, let's say 400 and some points for, but then you look at, well, Oops, sorry. I was looking at the wrong league this whole time. So when you look at points four, let's say, for example, Slick is sitting at number one. He has 385 points. That is not the most points for in our league. Uh, In fact, it's number two. But when you look at points against, he only has 288 points against. When you look at everybody else except for Bryce, everyone's in like the 350 range. Yeah. Yeah, he's played against some teams that, no, they weren't necessarily bad teams, but they just didn't have their best week. Yeah, they, they didn't show up that week. Yeah. Whereas when you look at some other leagues, it's like, hey, wait a second, I have the second most points for in the league, but I have the most points against, and by like a lot, like six hundred yeah. points against. So those are some tough, uh, some tough things to get through. And you know what? That was that one year in uh, no fun with you, mm-hmm. where you had the you had the most. Points for, yep, and you had the most points against. You were in like second last place, and they were accusing you of tanking, but Mm -hmm. you had the second the the most points for. How how does that compute that you're tanking? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense because every week I would show up against somebody who uh, who just Just had their best best week ever. Yeah, yeah, and and that's that's the fun of this whole endeavor that we're doing. you know what? You never know what's going to happen. You don't. Right? 
you could go on a five or six game winning streak and then go on a 10 game losing streak and not even make the playoffs. Oh. Which reversed as well. If you're 0 and 3, there's still a chance for you to come back. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, slick. Pray that you the, 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 that you get to keep steamrolling because you could go on a, the next three weeks on a three week losing streak. Never know. And be back down to 500. Yeah. So, okay. Well, back to the matter at hand. The matchup breakdown for week three I went one and four. You went three and two, and Gabriel went one. So congratulations, you won that one. Yes. I'm sitting at five and ten overall. You're sitting at eight and seven, and Gabriel joins the game at one and four. Buddy, we uh, we got to pick up our socks here. We got to get back in this. Yeah, we got to get some more people. Donnie, where are you with your picks? Uh we'll we'll slowly we'll slowly get them in. Yeah, Everyone we did it last year too. We did too. Yeah, we'll slowly work them into the show. Yeah. Um, let's talk about week four. I haven't even had a chance to look at them. Oh, we're going to do it live on the show. We're going to break it down because we're moving through this really quick. So we've got extra time to delve through this. Now, week four, matchup. I'm versus the Goliath killer known as Juan. He just brought down Marvin. Yeah. Here we go. Now, here's, here's the shakedown. I've got Kyler Murray. He's got Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. I got Christian against Jacksonville. Yes. Although Jacksonville is the they are they're the upset. Like I think this yeah. will be a bigger test for uh, for Philly. I will it actually will take Jacksonville over Philly in this one. Wow. I, think, I will. I will because my Lions almost beat them. Uh, That's a bold tough. statement. Jacksonville is weird, dude. I don't yes, know. What it is. Stuff it is. is going on. I, I, I don't know. Is is it their offense or their defense that's doing it for them? I have no idea. I haven't watched a game of theirs yet. Neither. I've only the highlights. So, all right. So, right now, here's my roster. I got Kyler Murray, Christian McCaffrey, Antonio Gibson, A.J. Brown, Marquise Brown, T.J. Hawkinson, Deontay Johnson, Michael Pittman, and Mike Williams. Now, I like my roster outside of what's happening to Mike Williams because his quarterback is injured and not playing at 100%. Just lost lost their left tackle to the seat for the season. So I don't know how strong Mike Williams is going to be, but on my bench, I do have um, what I think are some sexy, sexy options in Chris Olave, who's getting some yeah. sweet targets. Now uh, Brandon cooks, who's good, but not great. He hasn't really like shown out Devin Singletary, who got a lot of work, but I'm not sure I fully trust him yet. And then Jamal Williams, who should be the only running back in Detroit now that DeAndre Swift is taking a bit of a injury break. And the and sleepers even given AJ Dillon some love at their prediction at predicting him at over ten points for the game. So well, he's when you look at his usage, he's getting a lot of usage. Yes. The only difference is he didn't get he didn't get a touchdown or a lot of yardage going against that Tampa Bay defense. So well, and that was such a weird game. So it was. So I'm I'm liking my roster. I like where things are going. I think TJ Hawkinson might be uh, more valuable this week now that I'm on St. Brown and and uh, DeAndre Swift might be sitting out this weekend. So that I'm I'm happy with the roster, and I got some flex plays if I need to swap somebody in and out depending on how the week shapes up. But here's what I'm facing: Jalen Hurts, Derrick Henry. David Montgomery, who's going to be out for injury for a little while, so we'll see who he's got as, as a running back sub. Jalen Waddell, Adam Thielen, who I thought was gross, but showed up in that in that game last week. He is so hit and miss. Mm-hmm. I have him in a couple of leagues, and you know what? He has a couple of crappy weeks, and then you bench him, and then he goes off, and you and think, "Oh, up. okay, great." He's another to, for me. He's another Robbie Anderson. Yeah, you, well, he's also an aged player yes. I don't know how much work he's going to get but yeah. when he does play he plays well here's your big uh, the guy i'd be worried about the most oh, yeah mark andrews yeah this yeah. is where i think he's 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 gonna outshine me easy zay jones who had a big blow-up game because of a touchdown but he's getting lots of targets isaiah mckenzie who is another big play capability cut up of player and then nelson aguilar so i like my chances based upon what I'm seeing here. But let's have a look at who he has at running back that he could put 
Got a lot of guys that are out. Oh, wow. Okay, so he doesn't have a running back to play. Mark Ingram? Zach Moss? Naheem Hines? He he doesn't have a running back. All right, I'll give you the victory. Oh, no. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go me on this one. Um, well, wow. if you need, you're going to need to go out and trade somebody for a running back. Well, I mean, he could go Mark and Ingram. Like Herbert. And this is why I like owning my handcuffs. Yes. They're, they're a low-cost investment. We have deep rosters. That way, if a player goes down, you have options. Yeah. Um, so I would not be surprised if Juan somehow facilitates a trade to get another running back on his roster. Yeah. Ouch. Well, he's not. Uh, I'm sorry, Juan. I have to go with Mike this week. No, I think that's the right choice, though. (laughs) As I have a giant smile on my face. Yes. Okay. Well, Uh, let's look at matchup number two then. This is Donnie versus Chervin. Donnie is getting beat up because his players are getting injured. Like they're just yeah. like not living up to the hype. So let's let's break it down. Donnie is currently sitting 0-3. This is his roster. Justin Herbert, Brees Hall, Damian Harris, DK Metcalf, Chase Claypool, Tyler Higby, Michael Carter, Ramondre Stevenson, and Alec Pierce. And then Chris Godwin is still out on his bench. Nico Collins. His bench is decimated rough i mean he's gonna really either have to go throw in schultz if he's okay um but i doubt he's gonna come back yeah um he's gonna have to go nico collins in for um well, i shouldn't say he needs to but this i mean that would be the swap i'd make pierce pierce for collins um but i don't think that that's not enough to overcome the the deficit no. um his saving grace, his saving grace is that Tom Brady's going against the Chiefs. So he might not have a stellar day. Although well, it's a Super Bowl matchup. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's got Mike um, Evans coming back. I think Tom Brady will be okay this week. Um, he's got Barkley, who will probably feast on, get Chicago. That much, feast on Chicago and do better than, than the 17. Um I don't like Schuster. Um, I just he's not having the year they thought he was going to have. I don't think. Um, yeah, I just I think Chervin is. Uh, unfortunately, Donnie, I got to go Chervin on this one. Uh, me too. I also like options that Chervin has on his bench. He's got Jerry Judy. He's got Traylon Burks. And yeah. he's got, uh, where is it now? Tony Pollard. So he's got some flex options if you want to swap out, but he's got Brandon Ayu, Christian Kirk, and Leonard Fournette in his flex spots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good choices. But yeah, it's got to be Chervin this week. Now your matchup. You're going head-to-head with Josh, who's coming off a rough loss. Uh, a team that should be super dominant, but has struggled so far this season. He's coming to the table with Aaron Rodgers, Austin Eckler, Alvin Kamara, Cooper Cup, Cortland Sutton, George Kittle, T. Higgins, Drake London, and Greg Dortch. So far, yeah. Greg Dortch has somewhat been the more dominant force on that team. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in a little bit tough this week. Um, and then I got, uh, obviously, I got Mahomes and Elliott, um, Patterson, mm-hmm. Hill. Hopefully he'll has a bounce back week because his last week was pretty, pretty slim pickings. He was shut down. Um, Duvernay, who I like, I, I like him, but he's up and down. He's been up and down. So uh, he's Kelsey, hard, you know, the thing is, in a in a system that doesn't do a lot of passing, he's consistently getting uh, a good amount of targets. Yeah, um, Kareem Hunt needs to have a bounce back week. Edmonds needs to have a bounce back week. Um, and Tyler Lockett, he was really good with Geno Smith last week. He was. 
He was. So if they continue that that chemistry, that's that's good for me. I don't have much on my bench right now. <clears throat> um, injury, 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 injury. Yeah, I, I, I need to go do some shopping. Um, um, okay, eventually. question. What about Mac Hollins? He has consistently been getting, let's have a look here. He's got, in week one, he had one target. Last week, he had eight. The week, or sorry, which, for which that guy? week, Mac Hollins, wide, third wide receiver three oh, for, for the Raiders. I, 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 I I've been seeing him getting more and more consistent. Um, I just, the Raiders are scaring me right now. Oh, and three. <laughs> and they got to climb out of that deficit somehow. True. True. I mean, I could roll the dice and throw him in. Um, who would I pull out in his spot? Maybe I would say Edmonds, uh, potentially Edmonds. Yeah. Or well, Edmonds just had a bounce back week. Look at that. Yeah, Duvernay might be the only other one that. Um, okay. I don't know. It's, it's. I think. I think this matchup is going to be a little bit closer than um, than what's going to be on paper. Okay. Um, you know, Alvin Kamara. Which Alvin Kamara shows up? Right, the guy that's going to get lots of touches, or the guy that gets no touches. Um, I think. If LA is going to have a bounce back week, it's going to be against, could be against Denver, and Cortland Sutton gets shut down. Um, Kittle is he a hundred percent? No, I don't. Um, trust. T Higgins is another guy that is week to week. Either he's getting either he's getting the love or he's not getting nothing. He's getting the same amount of snaps as Jamar Chase, and he's getting the same number of targets every week. But is his but are his numbers consistent every week though? Let me just bring him up here. Um, let's go game log. Uh, points three points, sixteen points drops down again to eleven points. So his like his points aren't consistent though. That's and that's part of it. And 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 really, really, sure you you may get uh, ten targets, the same as Jamar Chase. But are your targets in the end zone or are your targets just kind of a five-year dunk here and a five-year dunk there, right? So it's uh, – he's – again, that's why I say he's a feast or famine guy. Drake okay. London scares the heck out of me. Um, so I like I said, I, th- I think this, this week is going to be a lot closer than what's going to be on paper. I think it's going to – you're going to see the bar change back and forth again this weekend with my matchup, I think. Or I could be totally wrong and get blown out. Okay. Um, I'm choosing Mahomes over Rogers. Eckler over Elliott. I'm going to go. Oh, it's Cleveland. If it wasn't Cleveland, I might have. I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will go Hill. Nope. I'm gonna go Cooper Cup over over Hill because Cooper Cup is the only one who gets targeted, and they're playing Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tyreek Hill coming into Cincinnati. Uh, I'm gonna go Sutton over Duvernay. I'm going Kelsey way over Kittle. I'm gonna go Higgins over Hunt. Wow. Yeah, because I think I think Higgins is going to take uh, the the wide receiver two role. Versus Miami, and Miami's going to shut down Chase. Wow. Okay. Just kind of like what they did to Diggs. Okay. Um, the I'm going to go Drake London. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to give Cincy a bit of the props in the running back stoppage. I'm going to go London on this one. And then when it comes down to Tyler Lockett versus Greg Dorch, I'm going Tyler Lockett. So I went one. Two, three, yeah. Oh, dude, I gotta go, Josh, this week. I'm betting against you again. That's that's fine. And I burnt you last week. I gotta recoup somehow. Yeah. Okay. But I, like I said, I think this is gonna be a lot closer than what the the prediction is gonna be. Um. But yeah, we'll see. Okay, so let's let's break. Let's let's just quickly break down Bryce versus Marvin. 
Marvin has Kirk Cousins, Johnson Taylor, Josh Jacobs, Amon St. Brown, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, and Javante Williams. On his bench, he's got Miles Sanders, J.K. Dobbins, Garrett Wilson, and that's that's really that's it that's on his bench that I would consider. Powerful lineup. So do you think this lineup can beat Marvin? Bryce is rocking out Josh Allen, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones. Then it's Tyler Boyd, Devontae Smith, Hayden Hurst, Debo Samuel, Jeff Wilson, and Daryl Henderson. I I just I can't believe. I can't. No, I I I agree with you. I think uh, as good of his lineup is, I I just yeah. Marvin's got just a little bit too much. Yeah, it's it's hard to say no. That's hard not to pick Marvin. Anything's possible, but on paper, yeah, it, it looks good. All right. Now, last matchup of the week, we got Slick versus Gabriel. Why don't you read off what Slick's got out on the roster this week? I've got to bring it up. My thing is so slow today. All right. Uh, Gabe. Gabe, 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 Gabe. There we are. Gabriel versus Slick. Slick. Oh, I brought up wrong one. Sorry. Here, I'll I'll give I'll give everybody Slick's roster. You give everyone Gabriel's roster when I'm done. Here's what Slick is bringing to the table. Number one MVP, Lamar Jackson. Number two MVP of the league, James Robinson. Mediocre Najee Harris. Michael Thomas. Terry McLaurin. He's got Dallas Goddard at tight end. Curtis Samuel as a flex, Zach Ertz as a flex, and Stevie Lamb as a flex. So it's concerning when you have Zach Ertz as a flex option, but he's getting yeah. hurt. Is there a better option on the bench that I'm looking for? I'm not seeing one, actually. No. You're ta- you'd be taking a shot on, on, say, KJ Osborne or Darnell Mooney, but I don't yeah. like taking those shots versus guys you know who are getting the work. So that's who Slick is rolling yeah. out so far. Let's and see who Gabriel's running out. Yeah, he's he's running um, Matthew Stafford, um, which I don't like against Lamar Jackson. Um, Jackson has just been crazy this year. Who would you um, play with Lamar Jackson right now? Pardon? Who would you play over Lamar Jackson? Ooh. The only one that's close right now, I think, is Mahomes. And even Mahomes hasn't played consistent enough. Um, but what scares me is they're going into Buffalo. Right. Who just shut the, the, the You and I went and watched the game, and they kind of shut down Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins and everybody, right? So I don't know, man. Lamar Jackson, okay. Buffalo just, just lost to Miami due to a variety of circumstances. Yeah. So they may be coming in angry. I don't know. Lamar Jackson might be able to make something happen. That For, for me, that would be great. It's going to be a, great matchup. It's going to be a fun matchup. I, I would love to see Miami win that division. Um, so to put Buffalo behind the eight ball early in the season, that would be an interesting rest of the season for them. Okay. So that'll be interesting. Um, Mixon, uh, I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, Hasn't I, tried I actually, he hasn't no, no, but he could this week maybe against Miami. Um because it's at home, it's not in Miami, so they've got to worry about the heat and it's Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um Edwards Alaire again really hasn't shown up a lot. But he's um, being he's, he's getting just, touchdowns, right? So he's still putting up points. Yeah, yeah. Uh then you got uh Amari Cooper. I like him. Especially going up against uh, Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, Mike Evans. Um, is he out or is he questionable? Uh, he was suspended last week, so he's coming back and eligible for this week. Yeah. Um, against Kansas City, that could be a tough matchup for him. Um, Thomas uh, in Washington <sighs> against Dallas. I I I I would be surprised. If Washington even scores against Dallas, to be honest, really, 
I I don't like Washington's uh, uh, chances too well against Dallas, especially with Dallas coming off the win against the Giants, another one of the division rivals. Uh, if they're smart, they just stay with the game plan. Run, 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 run. Okay. And just keep doing that. All right. Uh, uh, Bateman, uh, I like him. Uh, but again, Buffalo, it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. And then Jamar Chase um, is Jamar Chase. It's um it's a start always with Jamar Chase. Yeah. Yeah. And then what do you think uh, about his last last flex play? Pierce is that, that again, that's another one that's uh really hit and miss. Um does he have something else on the bench maybe that's a little bit better? You know, Swift. Dubs? Swift. No, nope, he's um, out uh, at least two weeks of injury. Oh, is he out for two weeks? Okay. Yeah. Um I would say Romeo Dobbs. Uh, I might put in maybe that's it. That's I would the only player I would consider on his bench right now is Romeo Dobbs. I'd maybe swap out his tight end for somebody else just because. Yeah, but his tight ends aren't all that strong either, right? So no. Um, but those of us who don't have like Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews, it's you're kind of like yes, you yeah. got to make it work. Yeah. Um. Again, this is going to be another tight one, I think. Um, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna go Gabe. Sweet, because I'm going slick. We so have to get a little upset. See if we get a little upset, back. you're either gonna pull further ahead, or I'm gonna catch up to you, buddy. That's it. So here's the breakdown. In matchup number one, you both, uh, you and I both picked me. Matchup number two, we both picked Chervin. Matchup number three, I picked Josh. You picked yourself. In matchup number four, I picked Marvin. You picked Marvin. In matchup number five, I picked Slick. You picked Gabriel. So really, we're just differing on how well you play Josh and how well Slick plays Gabriel. Yeah. So we could, right. it's, uh, we, we, it could stay at an even uh, even distance. If, if, if I'm right in my matchup and you're right with Slick, it's it's a wash for the week. It's a but... wash. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So that's the matchup predictions for week four. Now it's time for our one-on-one bet of the week. Yeah. You ready for this? Oh, I like <laughs> this one. It's another. Uh, oh, oh no, I don't like. No, I don't like last week's. No. Yeah, we got to go through last week's because you you lost, so you had to propose. You proposed a pickup where we picked one quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver, one tight end. But we had to get, you only scored points based on passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards, and touchdowns. Now, we had absolute trash in results. I picked Matt Stafford. He went 249. You picked Josh Allen. He went 400. Congratulations. That was a great pick. Josh Allen was the one who I wanted. I picked for running back. I picked DeAndre Swift. He got 31 yards, but you picked Joe Mixon. He only got 24. Yeah. And then when it came to wide receivers, I picked Cooper Cup, who got 44 yards. You picked Justin Jefferson, who got 14 yards. What the heck is that? (laughs) What the heck is that? That's week three trash for you right there. But then we picked tight ends. And the only way we're going to score points is if we scored touchdowns. Well, Mark Andrews scored two touchdowns, and I, I, I won. You picked Kelsey; he got one touchdown. Yeah, and wow. I think based on the points, you won like twenty-nine to twenty-four or something like that. So I think it was that extra touchdowns by Andrews that solidified it for you. I'll take it. I'll, I'll absolutely take it. Yeah. Okay. That was a good one, though. But this week, whew, even better. So what did I do to Mike this morning? I just said to Mike, hey, Mike, what division do you think is going to score a bunch of fantasy points? And Mike came back with the AFC North. Yes. I picked so, your AFC North, the Bengals. Yeah. The- and you had no idea where I was going with it. I had no idea where you were going with this. And what did I do? I said, we're doing another pick em. We're each taking two quarterbacks 
two running backs, two wide receivers, and two tight ends, but you can only pick out of the <laughs> NFC North. AFC North. <laughs> or AFC North, sorry. Uh, <laughs> and you get first pick. I get first pick. We're going to so, do, do the snake. You get first, I get two, three, and then so on. And yes. So, so yeah. I, I am going I with the know most who your first pick is. Obvious. <laughs> Obviously. Mr. Jackson. You're picking Lamar uh, Jackson, who could probably just win the whole thing all by himself. <laughs> but that's okay. okay. That's, that's okay, because I'm going to do this. I'm going to get, with my two picks, I'm going to pick Joe Burrow as the only other startable quarterback. And then I'm going to take Mark Dot Andrews. Ooh. Yeah, who's the only starting tight end out of that group. Hmm. Who do you got? I am going Mixon. What? Yep. Joe Mixon. Yep. And Mr. Chase. No, uh, wait a minute. Uh, yes, oh, Mr. Chase. Jamar Chase. Okay. So that, and Jamar Chase. Well, that leaves me with Nick Chubb, because I'm not passing that one up. And I am going to go oh. I'm going to go Najee Harris. Damn it. Locking up my running backs, baby. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Okay. Well, I got to go Cooper. Amari? Yep. So there's my two wide receivers. And because I have them on my roster, Mr. Hunt. Kareem Hunt. You you didn't want to pick a, a running back from <laughs> um let's see who didn't whose team did not represent. You didn't want to pick a running back. Baltimore's, I didn't want Dobbins. No, sorry. <laughs> okay. That was the problem I had with the wide receivers as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well then I'm gonna I'm gonna do this to you. I'm gonna pick Jacoby Brissett. Oh, you better. And I'm gonna pick Pat Firemouth. You bugger. Yeah, totally gave you here. Okay. Um, With you locking down your wide receivers, obviously, I, 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 I don't have to worry about my picking my wide receivers because I'm left with what's left, so I'm going to take the best of the best. I have guess to. I have to take uh, Trubitsky. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if uh, he, he goes off? Oh, if 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 no, don't say that. <laughs> that that was my concern about Mitch Trubisky is that he they might pivot to to, to Kenny Pickett or may, I wouldn't think they'll check Mason Rudolph. But no, what Mason if they Rudolph choose? Out. If they choose, like okay, Mitch, like we're gonna give you a break. We're gonna give you Kenny Pickett this week, or like for half a game. Wait till next week. You hope. and hopefully they do it. It's a blowout. Um, so then I need a tight end. Yeah. Did you even make uh, a list as deep? Yeah, I did. Okay. Hurst. You're going Hayden Hurst? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my wide receiver one is going to be Deontay Johnson. Yeah, I And my wide sure. receiver two is going to be T. Higgins. Okay. So that fills up you. And really my other, the only other tight end is Najoku. Who had a really good week and it, it was a consideration, but I just like Pat Fryermuth more than Najoku. But here's the thing though. Um, Fryermuth is expected uh, 7.9. Hurst, 7.7. Mm-hmm. 7. Najoku, 7.2. So they're mm-hmm. all close. It's like. They're all close. 
seven or eight yards in between them. So, yeah, I think if it comes down to our tight ends, man, I'm going to kill myself laughing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then here's the breakdown of our teams. It's the AFC North Pick'em's Challenge. Or double, we'll call it the AFC North Double Down Pick'em because you pick Pick'em's back to back. Yep. And because we're doubling up on each position. Yeah. See? Yes. Play on words there. So my team is Joe Burrow and Jacoby Brissett, Nick Chubb and Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, T. Higgins, Mark Andrews, and Pat Fryermuth. Andrew, lay out your team. Uh, I have the ever-so-powerful Lamar Jackson, who might get more points than both your quarterbacks. Yep. Very and awesome. then Trubitsky, who can get me you know another 20 points. That would be fine with that. Uh, Joe Mixon, um, who will run the heck out of the ball so Burroughs doesn't have to throw it. I like your words uh, of information here. <laughs> uh, Cream Hunt, who will steal all the touchdowns from Chubb because he's mm-hmm. hunting the goal line. Um, and then I got Jamar Chase. Well, you know, he might not do so well because Burrow won't throw the ball. So, uh, but I got Amari Cooper, uh, who will ball out. Uh, Hayden Hurst and Najoku. I don't know. It's going to be fun, man. I'm curious to see how this all plays out. So we're using poor man scoring format and yeah. may the, the best team win. Yes. I, uh, yeah, it's, uh, this was an interesting guy. division to, to, to use. Uh, yeah. Um, but the way the, so the way the season has started, like it's, it's, imagine if you had picked the AFC central with, um, Indianapolis and Jacksonville and yep. the Texans and um, whoever the fourth is there. Um, Jacksonville, Indy, uh, Houston, and Tennessee. T- Tennessee, yeah. We 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 probably still would have been in a bind to try and pick eight really really. Well, I think any division. Any division, because not every division is super deep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There would have been one or two positions that would have been tough to, to pick for. So this will be this will be interesting. It'll be fun. Will be. All right, folks. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. And again, thank you very much for listening and joining us this week. Uh, Andrew, you have fun on your vacation. We'll see you when you get back. It's been it's been great hashing out week three, and I look forward to seeing what happens in, in week four. No more upsets. Let's just get back to normal football. Yeah, let's just, let's let's have some predictable football, or at least a high margin of predictable football. All right. Yeah. All right, everybody. From one poor man to another, remember: if it's not fun, it's not worth doing. Have a great week, everybody. We'll